Hey, not you, Dexter. You're okay. Good boy. How you doing? Hey, it's Kelly. How you doing? It's a Never Too Much podcast. But just your audio. As you usually have to with these. Ah, we're in the bedroom. No guitar. Just our puppy. And, uh... If you follow me on social media, you'll know that, uh... I guess maybe people don't know. I was at the uh, Sixer <coughs> Pacer game on Monday night. Had a blast. Had a tremendous time. Uh, bits and pieces of that will be coming out later. Uh, but before that, about 40 bucks worth of old basketball cards. And I think football and baseball. But for the purposes of the paucity of my collection... Basketball is key because <clears throat> I never really messed. My collecting years were like 87 to 91. And then I made a point to stop buying them in the f- winter of 91. Anyway, I got these from a guy named Mark. And, uh, you know, I had enough time to make it from his driveway, in, in uh, which was about an hour from my house. To uh, the Pacers place, which is about an hour from my house. So I thought with the unboxing, because I don't know what I'm up for. I just know it's a little musty. And there's some random stuff. We'll start with the random stuff. <clears throat> this is a uh, plastic sheet. And, uh, oh, this appears to be a uh, 1993-94 Charlotte Hornets uh Schedule. Oh, Smitty Sports Cards. I forgot about that. Oh, my. Okay, so I went to high school with a guy named Smitty in Indiana. And a buddy of mine, I think he's a, I gave him a subscription. He might be listening to this. Uh, anyway, I, I forgot until now that his father uh, owned a, a sports card shop in Lafayette. And I don't know why there's a 93-94 Charlotte's Hornets uh, schedule. Including, for some reason, a clipped-out photo of the Hornets with their address from, like, a media guide. Hornet fans, proud to be your butt. Anyway, that's cool, because this guy was in Carmel, which is a way away from where Smitty's Card Shop used to be. I, I, I don't... I never went there, even though uh, <clears throat> I hung out with Smitty and Smitty's Buick, and Smitty's ability to just pick and pop all day. All day screens with Smitty. I've, I've played... Uh, hundreds upon thousands of hours of basketball with Smitty and uh, tremendous hands, tremendous sideburns. We're opening up the first. These are in, uh, there's like three books, four books. This is Kelly. This is never too much podcast. It's a small baseball card album with sheets. And yeah, I don't recognize any of this stuff. I recognize all the players, but these are all, all the 91s and 92s. Okay, so we've got a Hal and Brian McRae card. There's a lot of Bowmans, Don Mattingly, Matt Williams, you know, these corner guys. Ooh, early Cliff Floyd. See, that's that second generation that was just past me. I'm not so much the Cliff Floyd generation as I am the Mitch Webster generation, the Otis Nixon generation. Ooh, we got Todd Van Poppel. No wonder that's in a sheet. 
Oh, these are tremendous. These are tremendous. So yeah, when I get my stuff together and oh god, a whole sheet worth of Diamond King. So whoever, whatever, whoever's putting this together thinks like me. But yeah, it's all that second generation. Now we're getting into my generation. Got the 90 Donruss. Yeah, got a Griffey. I mean, that's fine. But more importantly, you have a Bo Jackson, Diamond King, Berto Kelly with the Reds. It's that sort of era. Oh, he's got some of the little tiny cards that they sold because they that sell tiny cards. Here's a uh, here's a picture of Doug Jones where the card is uh, 80% mustache. Oh, a little gut in there. But, you know, that's the problem with spring training. I wonder what the Players Association ever brought that up. Like, these fellas are supposed to be playing their way back into shape, and you're taking pictures of them stretching. They haven't even settled into their tans yet. You know, I'm not saying that because I'm looking at these cards, but you got whole generations of, of baseball fans that are growing up thinking these guys are just the most bloated, pasty, just, you know, right out of the, the salmon smoking box, uh, uh, you know, in their, in their, in their place in Wisconsin, uh, you know, coming down to play for, uh, for the Red Legs. It's a, oh, I saw, I saw Ted Brogan. At the game last night, it was true. I don't know if people remember Ted Brogan. Speaking of cards, I had some of his Indianapolis Indians cards. He was supposed to be like kind of a, I don't know, like I think he got a major league card in there somewhere, but like he had tremendous minor league stats. And then like every other year, he'd have like impossible, terribly bad minor league stats. I don't know if he had some off the court troubles, but he, he certainly had and did not when he played for Indianapolis and the Indians. He had like some really hot year, and he's going to come up to the Reds. He was going to be with that whole, uh, not that Reggie Jefferson crew, but before that. So like before they won the title. And uh, I can't remember the guy's name. You know, like Orlando Rooms and all that. Uh, but, you know, this is Mark Shot, and there was no facial hair. And, uh, and you know, he knew he was going to have to shave, and he was just so afraid of, you know, his ability to connect, as he put it. And uh, so he just tanked the season in Indianapolis and he got super out of shape and then they demoted him, which he's fine. And he started to turn it around. I don't know what true double a was back then. Is it Tulsa? Maybe been Tulsa. Anyway, he stepped on a sprinkler and uh, tore up his knee, but he was never the same, but Ted Brogan. Yeah. He was at the game yesterday and, uh, he was in an Indy car and uh, 50 cent wheeled him out. So, uh, you know, Indianapolis knows it's minor league legends. I was, I was, I was, you know, he played a little minor league ball in the eighties, but you know, for something like that, that's, that's fun. So I, I enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, I, they gave him the mic to, I, I stepped away a couple of times during the game, but I come back and then he'd have the mic and he'd be cheering the pacer crowd on and stuff like that. He stayed for every possession you know, it's an NBA game, so the last 90 seconds of it took 20 to 42 minutes. And, uh, you know, he stayed for all of it, too. Him and his buddy. And uh, and then I don't, I couldn't see where 50 Cent sat. I'm sure I could have had my eyes followed him. But, you know, once you see Ted Brogan, you know, I think I saw him. It was definitely at a Kroger and he was signing autographs for like a cons hot dog thing. Anyway, Ted Brogan, tremendous player. Look him up on Baseball Reference or uh, 
snl.jt.org. Yeah, Tim Salmon. That is the salmon. That is after my time. I I don't know how to pronounce. Because once ninety two hit, I was kind of. But these are these are some tremendous tremendous. Just more Otis Nixon, really, which is what I'm after. And here's the problem: I don't have a lot of football cards, and I don't have a lot of basketball cards. And let me tell you, these people love football. So uh, I am happy to have filled in on my Jeff Hostetler. You know, if the Giants don't relax their mustache policy, do they win that title? I don't think so. And uh, we've got some Risens. Got some Derek Thomas, uh, I believe. And uh, we have a... No, I don't know who that is. Oh, it's Andre Waters. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not a. And I got my football. Oh, that's tremendous. That's Rod Woodson in a in a in a, in a sweatsuit. Uh, I don't remember who Rod Woodson played for, but apparently he's a huge Striper fan. And uh, yeah, these are all that early. I don't know with the 1990 uh, Pro Hoops football, whatever they were, Glanville heavy Andre. That's the first book. So yeah, thoughts on the game? Were they playing hard for Will Ferrell? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a small stadium. He's sitting courtside, drinking beers, having a good time. And uh you know, the Pacers played on Sunday afternoon, but and yes, they're full of youngsters, but it, there was precision there. And the defense wasn't there, but it was certainly like Everyone that played on Monday night was somehow telling Will Ferrell, hey, hey, if this this would be your Lakers if they knew what they were doing. Because everyone wants to be a Laker. Oh, here's a sheet full of Penny Hardaway. Okay, I'd pay 40 bucks for this. Oh, and here's a second one. Uh, you know, I probably should have shook this guy's hand. I'm awfully shy. Because here's a third sheet, a fourth sheet. Listen, we're going to be giving away some Penny Hardaway. How did Dan Marley sneak in there? Maybe he did, like, get something out of his teeth. There's a Dan Marley card. Oh, I get it. There's a Dan Marley card and a Grant Hill card in back of the occasional uh, Penny Hardaway card on the second side of the sheets um, to keep it from sticking. And uh, it inverts sunlight. You know, it's just a protection thing. It's like, because uh, Penny is way cooler and better than Grant Hill. I'm still flipping through Penny Hardaway sheets. I haven't stopped this. For all I know, this entire thing may be Penny Hardaway sheets. <clears throat> and, uh, no, we've, we've, wow, we've got some interest. This is, this is a 90s fella. This is definitely Danielle Marshall in a Wolves uniform. And, uh, yeah, subscribers, once we move into our house, we are going to be sending out some stuff. Oh, you gave me Michael Jordan cards. Okay. Well, not 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 all this stuff. But yeah, I never really bought basketball cards. I bought a, a lot more than I thought I did going, going back, like a whole box's worth, which meant I had to – one pack at a time. But they were always priced a lot higher for some reason. 
the hoops packs were a dollar, like uh, the upper deck size. I was like, ah, that's good, but I already have that one Magic Johnson card. I already have that one David Robinson card. I think I have that Sam Vincent card with Jordan and the weird number. Number 12, <clears throat> Bryant Reeves. I try to stick a Vancouver Grizzly in every sheet I send out because it's Don Nelson crouching while shooting a free throw, made it to a basketball card. Don Nelson looks like he's he's trying to finish off a bet at a bar by like uh, like he's trying to get a can and shoot it up to to the to the shelf that's at the very top of the bar where they have like bobbleheads and old old license plates and you know big giant tall boy cans. He's trying to get it up there and it's a really thin lip, so you have to really follow through and let it land softly. That's the look of him shooting a free throw. Like I bet I could get it right above the cash register, right above that moose head. I bet I could get this can to just settle up on how much you want to bet, how much you want to bet. And Don Nelson pulls it off. Is that this is how I learned to shoot free throws? And weirdly, this is in the middle of a Loivat Eddie Jones sandwich. So you know how happy Kelly is right now. Oh, there's a magic. This, th these, these are tremendous. And I'm going to move like most of these on uh, once I get everything settled. This is a free podcast. It's never too much. Uh, how much have we talked since I drove back? Not enough. It's really not enough. It was a tremendous trip. America was beautiful. I'm all, my begging online for gas money didn't help. We didn't get any subscribers out of that. Uh, or at all. And we also lost a few. But uh, everyone that did pitch in and is continuing to pitch in uh, this week especially, helping us get 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 back paying for all that. Uh, Genevieve's mom is doing much better. Uh, no doubt aided it, uh, by your help in uh, getting us out there to see her. And uh, also I bought some big box full of basketball cards. So let's get back to the just sheets of Kevin Johnson. So, you know, I, I try not to get political with the Sacramento area, but uh, this appears to be Space Jam stuff. I don't know. Space Jam? No, it's just weird 90s stuff I don't remember. Charles Barkley on a horse, a cowboy hat. Oh, he's in a plan. It's like, I'm sure it's a McDonald's commercial or some. So oh, Ron Harper. These are just these are these are tremendous. These are tremendous. And it's uh, you know, with that little recent bounty uh, that you gave us in spite of losing a few followers, that's uh uh that we were able to drop forty bucks on this box of goodness uh to send <sighs> to send out. Uh I've no opinion on uh Let's talk about this while we're while we're in, while we're while, while we're back. Nineteen ninety-eight, I went off to college, and I didn't many, get many uh, graduation gifts because it's like high school. Who cares? I got a thesaurus, which I used for years. My grandfather got a popcorn machine uh, from some buddies of mine and my parents. Uh, I went to school with their daughter, 
And uh, what was the third one? Because it kind of kind of hinges. Oh yeah, my mom gave me a Palm Pilot, like a nascent, early pre nineteen ninety eight. <clears throat> you know, a little later version of the thing that you saw in like uh, Super Bowl commercials, where the person would would write on a thing and then it would whatever. So I got it, and it was like you could do your email in it if you hooked it up, or maybe if you dialed and I never really you could take notes with it maybe in class you know it wasn't really I didn't use it I never used it ever ever my mom used it forever she's in IT so she's always on the new equipment and blah blah blah, blah, blah. had her had those been outfitted with the ability to take photos in 1998 I would have photographed Every basketball anything, every sports anything, every any anything. Uh, I, I, I have no, I don't do it myself. But speaking here in the last point in our time when we can do it because it's becoming the norm and that's okay. Uh, we're at a point where we're still straddling the analog digital age. And I don't have a problem with people who know how to take that image, that video, that photo, that whatever, that live clip, while still experiencing the live event on their own terms. If they want to do it, fine. I'm not in back of them in a concert anymore. And uh, the sports thing, all I did was watch Michael Jordan play for years and years and years, and especially in the age of disposable cameras, just flashbulbs, nonstop flashbulbs. Watch anything of the free throw line, especially in those last years. You can see them through the standard definition television. Little, I don't know, diodes, that LED, some sort of, wasn't like a trans, I don't know how they were powered. You just buy them and they'd be in a mylar pouch and, uh, you know. And uh, you'd get like 30 clips out of them. And I used those a lot during that time. Like especially around the Palm Pilot era. It was probably my, the most time I ever used one of those disposable cameras. You could just walk around being cool taking clips. So yeah, no shame there. Now, in terms of having a weapon on your social media live thing that's bad and uh, that's a that's a that's a hard hard angle right there that's not a slow curve uh, but you know if you have a hammer everything looks like a nail and if you have a hammer the only reason you have it is because you think you're cool and it looks good and it's fun to show off. So, of course, in every photo you take and, and live video you pull up and, and every, uh, you know, uh, uh, saying hi to some, you know, whatever, you're going to show off your hammer because you got a hammer. And you don't need a nail. The democratized social media takes care of all that.
so it's a it's a drag. It's 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 not good, but it's getting sussed out. And uh, with the news cycle and a twenty nothing year old young man's ability to grow, I I'm not worried in the slightest about anything. It'll just be something, you know, it'll just be something he did. If we had a hammer at the same age, who knew? Who knows? Who knows? I wasn't ever being charged. I've never been charged with being tough for a living, acting tough, showing off that I was tough, routinely displaying. I've asked, been asked to be tough. I've been asked to escort out and move along and walk my shoulders into and that sort of thing, but not, not every day. And, uh, you know, it takes, I'm sure it takes some getting used to. And as, and uh, that's about as exasperated as I can get at this point. Uh, I, I, I am genuine when I say that's as exasperated as I've been this entire time, as bad as it is. Hey, Rex Chapman, hey, look at that. He's on the perimeter patrol, according to this card. Oh, this is just. This is just so great. All these are great. Danny Manning. These are great. And John Stockton. Another Loivat. Whoever had these treasured horners, just as Loivat treasured the, the, the soft curves of the uh, top of the run jumper there. Is that George Bell in a White Sox uniform? You know, this is why you don't ever get over these things. Because George Bell... Sammy Sosa, Sammy Sosa. I get it. We all watch Sammy, but he was inconsistent and strikeout prone. George Bell, he's just solid. He's solid. You know what you're getting every night. And, you know, he's got the the postseason experience. We don't know what he is, what it is. We don't have the ability to look that up. But, like, you know, Blue Jays were in there, right? Oh, gosh. I see some orange on us. No, it's the other way around. Yes, tremendous time at the old ballpark. I recommend uh, that everyone go there. I'm not being silly when I when I enthuse of the uh, over the way that each team was playing for Will Ferrell. It just it's just an hour, and uh, you know there's chatter on front row on press row. How long is he going to stay? These celebrities, they out of here in one quarter? No, no, all four. You know, you, you go back to that, wherever the, the, the celebrities go, Indianapolis Row, the 500. I don't know where they take them in the bottles of the arena to fill up on the drinks. But, you know, go back, get a couple of beers, maybe sneak off somewhere, have a smoke, you know, whatever. Whatever you do in the bathroom is whatever you want to do, man. Keep yourself going. These Hollywood types, you don't know. That's how they come up with their ideas. But we know about the beer, so he's just, of course he's going to disappear for a bit. Take take advantage of that long break in the third quarter. It's like a long weekend. You know they're just shooting flat-footed jump shots in the third quarter anyway, because that's what they've been practicing. Dwayne Dedman especially. Long three-pointers. Just long three-pointers, leaving the bench. Leaving the bench. Goofing. Uh... You know, the Sixers were down. Jalen McDaniels had to go and move into the starting lineup, and Tucker was out, Tobias was out. They, You know, it's been a long, hard weekend for them. 
They had to stop a streak. They had to get all of us singing that that tremendous theme. I I I know I do the John Deacon thing after the Bulls win at home, but gosh, that '76er song is just so righteous. It's so groovy. I dig it. Who's this football player? Oh, it's a 2002 sports events calendar. Ah. Uh, wonder what I was doing the weekend of the Belmont Stakes. If I pull out a random basketball card, will it be a member of the 90s Orlando Magic? Will it be Dennis Scott or Jeff Turner? Let's dig in. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, an, it's a member of the Orlando Magic. It's, <laughs> it's Jerry Reynolds. Uh you know, that's what I get for going the two obvious names. Dennis Scott, everyone remembers pre-Shack, and, and Turner's on the broadcast right now, so you see him all the time. You see him almost every night. You just think a second, and then you dig in. Okay, I'm feeling Blair Rasmussen is the first name that comes to mind, but in a Denver uniform, so maybe I'm just seeing that Denver, and I'm just going to stick with this card that I'm feeling, which is a Charles Jones card, red and blue, but he's blocking Mark Jackson. Oh, so cleanly. How old was Charles? The Washington Bullet when this is taken. This is a 91 card coming off the 90-91 season. He was 34. Tremendous. Four years at Albany State. And, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, the people at Hoops for forever listing total rebounds. Because that helps. Uh I so much encourage going to see a game in Indianapolis. Everyone is friendly and nice, and it's easy to get in and out of there. And uh, uh, parking is ample, and there just isn't a bad seat in the house. My favorite part from yesterday was every arena gets the kids. I don't know what the conceit is. I don't know what the song is. I don't know what the trick is. I don't know whatever it is. But there's at least one per half, for half of just Throw the camera on the kids and let them go nuts. Whether it's as simple as a dancing thing or just, uh, uh, you know, hey kids, mug. And, uh, ah, this is so great. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, it's like 18 different generations that have grown up on Will Ferrell's joyful, family friendly entertainment. And, uh, you know, even the cowbell sketch you can, you can show to grandma. Um, you know, watching the kids just mug, I don't remember if it was a dancing thing. And I'm not even talking about the kid that twice lifted his shirt up to do the Goonies kid, which was hilarious. Uh, but all of them are hilarious. It's the most crack up part of the evening for anyone who goes to these things. And I'm looking out of the corner of my eye and I'm watching Will Ferrell just crack up. And I know these kids don't know that Will Ferrell is laughing at them because they're not showing Will in any of this. They're not like going to him, hey, Anchorman, what do you think of that? It wasn't, there was none of that the entire game. It was great. It was just natural in between. And he's just losing it like we all were. And I'm just, that was, that was, you know, I got to see like 300 points on Monday and I love that stuff because I told Sean King, I've seen so many 17-point quarters in that field house and I've loved them and they've been tremendous. 
but I've seen a lot of Eastern Conference classics in that place. And uh, uh, I've been lucky to because of David Banner, who, when I was doing on hoops, was like, yeah, come join the scrum. And uh, legitimized it, made me feel part of it, and always let me in his building and said nice things about what I wrote about his team. As, as smart alecky as a, as a, you know, Chuck Person. Drink when Kelly brings up Chuck Person punting the ball into the stands of the United Center. I am not a pacer backer. Uh, but Benner made me feel part of that family. And they had a little tribute to David uh, before Will Ferrell and 50 Cent came out. And uh, uh, I felt very moved and very proud to have been a small part of uh, the show he's put together for a long time. That place is always vibrant and always fun. And the media moving in and out is always glad they did. Uh, in spite of all the Naptown jokes. And it's it's a beautiful, wonderful place to see a game. And if you bring your kid or a kid or you see a kid and they get to goof on the Jumbotron and it's hilarious and they laugh. And I can't guarantee that Mr. Ted Brogan himself will be there laughing at, at that. But that was just, that was fantastic. That was That was a highlight for me. I don't really dig the celebrity stuff, but watching kids that have no doubt giggled at Will Ferrell and their parents giggle at Will Ferrell uh, evoke genuine responses, laughter, you know, from the guy who's able to keep a straight face in the face of Chris Kattan, which who can do that, really? that That's just... You know, they say it's impossible to make a sketch, to make a movie out of just one sketch. But when a script like that comes along. Yeah, watching Will Ferrell laugh at kids who weren't trying to ham up for Will Ferrell. They were just hamming it up. Players were trying to ham it up. A lot of reverse layups, especially on Will's side of the court. Uh, but the kids weren't, and it made all of us laugh, as it always does, and it made Will Ferrell laugh. And I wonder if it'll get back to any of those kids that, hey, down there, he was he was losing it because you were just grooving. So, uh, yeah, go see live basketball. Um, and, uh, you know, if you got to back into a driveway and, uh, you know, fill – Fill a trunk up with uh, cards. You know, forty bucks. I even, I even bargained. I, I feel bad for bargaining. It was fifty dollars or best offer, and the uh, best offer tag. Uh, it's, it's, it's tired bit, but it's still worth bringing. Uh, just don't, just don't give her the the box that says check yes or no. You just go, hey, would you like to? No, okay, fine. Don't give the or best offer. Okay, one. One is my best offer. No, don't do that. Just 50. If, I, if you're going to deal with a haggler, they're going to haggle. I'm not a haggler. I look like one. I totally do, especially if you saw me last night. I haven't gotten a haircut in a while. 
So I look like I will talk you down to whatever's in this box from 50 to 40, but he said 50 your best offer. And just, you know, I'm writing the email and hey, I got the, you know, and tell him about the press credential, but you know, I just enough to do it. And it just, it just comes out. So why don't we call it 40? It just comes right out. Like I'm buying peaches off a boat. And uh, he says, sounds like a plan. And, you know, like he's selling peaches from a boat. It sounds like a plan. So I, so especially if you can get them from 50 down to 40. It's just in my head while I'm writing it, you just think, I got to go to the ATM. Then you're going to have to get 60. You're going to have to figure, like, I don't want to get a bunch of stuff to drink on the way. I just want to, especially trying to cut back in the day. Coke and there's not a lot of good soda waters, especially now that the Speedway soda water is out and stuff like that proprietary stuff. It's trash. The lime is trash. The lemon is terrible. You think you're drinking it's not good when you're drinking lemon and you feel like you're drinking lime. Like feel the teeth clatter. Not the taste, but the feel. Because lime has a feel to it. So yeah, the Speedway seltzer is not great. The plane, you know, is is good. It's good. But yeah, if you can avoid having to take the 60 out of that ATM and just, you know, still get your fix of uh, Jim Jackson and Dikembe Mata, oh, Alfonso Alice. Okay, you're going to have a lot of fun with these. We're going to get out to, I just saw Sedale 3 card. No, it's Sharon Wright. Sorry, I saw the Sixers uniform. <sighs> Subscribe if you want to. Help us out. We're buying a house. We hope to. Apparently it's beige. Everything's ready. Everything's ready to go. We have no possessions left outside of basketball cards and, and a bunch of records and children's artwork. Uh, yeah, we'll have fun. We're going to keep going to Pacer games, and uh, at some point we'll uh, start to send cards out. But thank you for listening. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last free one. I think it's the trade deadline one. I think the Bob Ryan link is free. So subscribe if you'd like. If not, you know, save it up to April. Dig it in for the playoffs. Do what you got to do. But it's the NBA. And, uh, I mean, how can you not? If, if you're NBA, my argument is, I'm, I'm NBA. You gotta have the, the the this NBA in your NBA NBA. All right, I'm gonna go try to drag some Corey Snyder's out of this box. I'll see y'all later.